Hello, and thank you for joining the Made to Inspire podcast. This is the podcast for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to go to that next level in your life with Kimberly Smith Austin and Misty Jarrigan. Each week, we will bring you tips, tools, and tactics that will inspire you to take action. Hey, 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 it's Kimberly Smith Austin, and I want to welcome you back to the Made to Inspire podcast. I am here this day with my awesome and amazing co-host, Misty Kerrigan. Hey, Misty. Hey, Kimberly. And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening. Thank you for downloading us. And we've got a really good episode today. Because if you're anything like the Made to Inspire Corporation, we've got idea after idea after idea. They come at us all times of the day and night. And we, we are blessed because of it. Yes. However, there is a caveat to it is sometimes we have amazing ideas and we forget them. Or yeah. worse, we see that someone else already took it to market and we're like, dang it, I had that idea. I was going to do that. I forgot. Years ago. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's happened more than once to us. So today we've been asked, hey guys, how do you take your thousand ideas, make sure that you don't miss any of the great ones, even if you can't apply them today or tomorrow, how do you capture them? so that you're gonna be able to always have your ideas and they'll be right there when they are ready to bloom and blossom. Yes. Today's episode is called Lights Capture Action. Let me repeat that again. Lights Capture Action. I want you to think about for a moment. You think about the concept of ideas. Typically an idea is displayed visually by a light bulb. And that's exactly what we're talking about here on this show, lights. And then the second process is capture. As Missy said, we're gonna be sharing some of our capturing systems, applications, softwares that you can use to capture those wonderful, amazing ideas so that step number three, you can take action. We are super excited to introduce this to you and share with you. We get calls, we get emails, DMs asking us, I have all these ideas, but I don't know what to do with it. I want to start by simply helping you think about what to do with those ideas. Number one, we're going to look right into the system, right into the capturing system. Number one, I think you have to start by deciding how you want to capture your ideas. Now, let me back up. Before you decide, you have to make sure that you want to capture your ideas. Because <laughs> here's the truth. Our brain is constantly working. And on our previous episode, you heard in episode number 30 that we are most creative at nighttime when we lay down, when we're in relaxed state. So you'll get tons of ideas. But the question is, will you capture them? I know that you want to capture them and do something with them, but you have to capture your ideas and do it in a systematic approach. Now, there are three different ways you can do it. Number one, you can use the traditional way, like Misty and myself. And I'll tell you, the simplest way to do this is to grab yourself a notebook, maybe a composition notebook, and use that to capture your ideas. Maybe you can use a journal, also very similar to a notebook, composition notebook. 
I love to use note cards, three by seven, excuse me, three by five or five by seven note cards. You know, one of the things I've done in years past, I have notes on napkins. I have them on sticky notes, pieces of mail. I have them all over the place. And what I found is that when the day was over, the napkin went into the trash and so did that idea. So when you think about your ideas, the traditional approach is grabbing a pen and a paper and putting them down, but doing them in an organized and systematic way. Now, also, Misty loves the whiteboard and she'll tell you a little bit about her whiteboard story, but the whiteboard is also a great way. But the thing from there, you have to capture it after you've written it on the whiteboard. So there's a traditional method, but then there's the electronic method. This is now one of my newest favorites. I know some of you have uh, smartphones and in your smartphone, you have a note app. I wanna encourage you to use the note app, take notes in that app and capture those ideas. There's also some more technical softwares out today. You can use a Google Drive and just start writing up your document or maybe something like Evernote. Evernote is my friend. I love capturing notes in <laughs> Evernote because I can catalog all of my thoughts. And simply by using an electronic tool, you have the opportunity to capture the notes and then do a quick search by the word idea versus using the traditional approach. You're in notebooks and binders and you have to page after page after page after page just to find that idea. So the electronic way, the technical, the technological way has now allowed us to catch up with speed and do things. But then maybe you want to capture it doing a hybrid method. That is a combination of the two. You have traditional in writing, and then you have the electronic. And I'll tell you, one of my favorite hybrid methods is using the rocket book. If you haven't heard of the rocket book, you will absolutely love it. It is a notebook that you write with a specialized pen, your notes. But when you're done, you take your smartphone, take a picture, and then it captured it in the electronic format. So you have the option to do all of that and more. And again, take a look in our show notes. There is a link to the rocket book and you'll get 10% off by simply using that link. So again, you have traditional pen and paper, technical, which is the electronic format, or number three, which is your hybrid format. Decide which method works for you and then go to work. I know for us, we love the hybrid because our ideas come all the time. So we have a, a traditional notebook. We um, have one just for the company so that we can keep all our ideas. Like Kimberly said, the worst part is when you write it down and you forget where you wrote it and then you spend hours looking for it. So this way we know we have different notebooks and they are just for those different companies or those different subjects so that we don't have to look too much when we're flipping through it. Uh, one of my favorite things in the world is the whiteboard. Uh, my, our joke is I used to have one in my bedroom. So my fiance was like, we can't keep this whiteboard in the bedroom. So now it's in my office, but I love to have, I have about 30 different markers, all different colors. It makes me feel more creative. The important part though is I take a picture of it and it's easily able to store electronically so that I don't have to be home to have it. Now, one of our favorite tools that keeps us in check and someday we'll show you on the show for those of you that are checking out our show over, because uh, we record these live and you get to see our fun video, but we have a Trillo boards. 
tons of Trello boards. And Trello, um, the easiest way I explain it is, it's like having post-it notes, but electronically, because you could write all your notes and move them around, and then you could share. So me and Kimberly are able to share accounts and able to put those ideas. And then our thing is, when I have a great idea, or she does, we'll, we'll call the other one and be like, oh my God, A, B, and C. And then right away, the other one goes, did you capture it in Trello? Did you capture it in Trello? So our system is to remind one another to make sure that we get that electronically. Now, we've had times where we've been extremely creative and we just knocked out a bunch of notes in Trello. And then two weeks later, we have this amazing idea and we're like, oh, weren't we talking about that? Didn't we have some of that down already? And we open up Trello and it's already laid out. And I'm like, oh my God, we were brilliant because we had forgotten we went through the whole process. And if we didn't have it in Trillo, we would have done that again. I don't know if you guys have ever done that repeated work. Well, when you have it captured, you don't have to repeat the work because sometimes it triggers, oh yeah, we spent about an hour getting all this amazing information out and we almost did it again. I'm so glad that we have a system and that we're able to check it. So for us, comfortably hybrid. But the trick is, what's the trick? What is the trick? Consistency. Yes, that is the trick. Consistency, Kimberly. Yes, and I'll tell you, consistent is the king. Consistency is where the success comes in. Now, you know that in idea generation, I don't know if you know, it's like a muscle. The more you use it, the more you do it, the better you become, which is why it's important that you have a capturing system. You have an idea, you put it away, you store it away, either in traditional and technical or that hybrid format. When you get used to that, you're going to find yourself easily going to that approach. Now, if you're just kind of randomly idea here, idea there, not capturing it, writing it on notepaper, writing it on napkins, you're going to lose it. So that consistency in your process is extremely important. Be consistent with that system, but also be consistent with your idea generation. And what I mean by that is scheduling time so that you can write those ideas down or schedule that time so that you can allow your brain to work through some of the ideas. Now, ideas come a dime a dozen, but we have to be intentional about when we're doing it and how we're doing it. You know, I talked earlier or last week about the why of your ideas. Why are you doing this? Does this idea matter to you? Are you going to spend the time to go to work, to capture it so that later you can give life to it? You can give arms and legs to it and move that idea from your head and your heart to the world. You have something that the world wants, but you have to get it out there. And by having a system, number one, and number two, being consistent with that system, that will make a difference. Now, one thing I want you to think about is I say that if something is important to you, you're going to make time for it. A lot of people say, oh, I didn't find time. I didn't do this. But really, it's all about making time. We're not robots. We're not subject to anyone else's uh, secret formula or way of our life. But truth be told is if something's important to you, you have to make time for it. We were reading a couple of books and, and that was something important that was written. 15, 20, 30 minutes a, a day, maybe even a week just to start on your idea generation. It's a muscle. It's a skill that once developed, 
it can take you far. It can take you places that you never imagined possible. And that's exactly what Misty and I do every single week. We're consistent. We have a Monday morning admin meeting every single morning. We spend two hours brainstorming ideas, going through work processes and things like that. So we can take our crazy ideas to the marketplace. We come together again midweek and then we come together at the end of the week. If you wanna see success with your ideas, it can't be a random. It can't be whenever it's convenient. It has to be systematic so that you can see it work for you. Another important thing about that is it's if you're getting it out of your head, you're creating space in your head. And if you don't create that space in your head, uh, you start to forget things because it's almost like it's cluttered. Ever have a room in your house where you keep storing stuff and storing stuff and pretty soon you can't walk through it? For a lot of people, that's their garage. So yeah. if your brain is like your garage and you organize it and you get some stuff out of it, it's going to be able to generate more stuff. Nothing is worse than a cluttered brain. It, you get easily tired. You don't get the things you want done. And then you just start to feel like crap. So by getting your ideas out, you're creating more space, but you're also have a more healthier brain because your brain can trust that now that idea is part of a process and it doesn't have to hold on to it so tightly. Yeah. That's why the consistency is so important. Absolutely. And you know, I love the fact that you said when you get that idea out of your brain, you make room for other things. Because what I found is, and I always compare my brain to a computer which is, it's not, it's probably, it's more complex than a computer to be quite honest with you. But when you think about it, after the computer is overloaded, guess what? It starts to slow down. It does not produce the results like it used to. And so getting it out of your head is so important. That's why the capture and putting it away, I almost like a think of it, locking it into a cabinet, you know, something that's important to you, a lockbox, you know, cash, you know, different bonds and things like that. We put them away. We store them because they're important to us. And then when we need them, we go back and we're able to pull them out of that special place. That's the same thing with your ideas. Think of it that way. And that way that'll keep you consistent in putting them away, consistent in using your systems so that you can see success. Now, here's the most important thing, I believe. Number three, which is reviewing your system on a weekly basis. Yesterday was Sunday. And let me tell you, I love Sundays because that is my review day. I have a whole process and system that I use. And yesterday I decided not only to do it, but then I shared it with social media and said, you know what? I'm living in heaven right now because my day is complete. I've planned, I've prepped, and I'm ready for the week ahead. And so when you think about that, taking those notes that you've captured during the week, put them into your system, I pull them out and I review them. And what I do is I have one long document that outlines all of the notes from that week that I've captured. Now, keep in mind, I have it already on paper because I use a hybrid approach, but now my digital approach, I went and did a recap of all the notes and all the steps that I need to take. Was there action that needs to be taken from that idea? What are the next steps from that idea? Is there income generating activity from that idea? Is there income that can be made from that idea? Are there action steps that I need to make with Misty or someone else? By taking that time to review your notes, your system, you're now gonna put yourself in a position to create income. And that's what this is all about. 
turning your ideas into income. But if you're all over the place, there's no way you'll ever be able to do it. So create a system that will allow you to review your notes on a weekly basis so you can take the action for what's next. Missy, I know you have something to add to that. Uh, one of our favorite quotes is from Les Brown, and it says, the richest place on earth is the graveyard. The richest place on earth is the graveyard because people have taken their ideas to the graveyard. They've taken their songs, their books, their cures, if you will. So the worst thing you could do is put it in an amazing notebook and then never reopen that notebook. So just capturing them, that's good. But if you never bring them to fruition, you just, you now have a really expensive notebook. And we always, what was it? Kimberly's joke is, if someone found my phone, they would be a billionaire with every idea that's in there. And if you've listened to the show before, and thank you, you know we always say, uh, Coach Kimberly taught us, put a date next to that idea. That's right. Put a date. Put a date next to that idea and don't worry if it's five years, 10 years, you're going to date that idea. And when it's time, the best thing in the world is to go back to the notebook, flip through and be like, oh my gosh, there it is. Now it's time for it to be planted, to be blossomed. And it wasn't back then. I had this amazing idea, but for whatever reason, five years, 10 years later, it is at the brink of exploding out. And now I have it dated. And we laugh about that because some of her ideas, she's like, oh, look, it's like 2015. We don't feel bad about that. Absolutely. We're like, that's amazing. Let's get it out to the world. They need it. That's it. And we're excited because we know that by simply having a system, which is what we're talking about today, capturing it, dating it, and then reviewing it, it's so important. Because here's what you're going to also discover in that review phase. When you review it and you're looking at that idea, you're going to see other opportunities to build off of that idea. Like, you know, I think of it as a mind map. If you've read The Millions of Possibilities, taking your inspiration from idea, from idea all the way to income, to monetization, you'll know that mind mapping and having processes to put those ideas and then build on them, you create something else. You know, we use our own process in writing our book, on creating the podcast, on writing our new book, which is coming out, The 31 Laws of Inspiration, as well as our courses. We use these processes because we know they work. And that's exactly why we wanted to bring them to you. So when you think about get that idea written down, date it, put it aside, and then review it. From that review, you'll be amazed at what you're going to be able to do because now it's going to grow arms, legs, feet, babies, little babies, little grandbabies, and things like that. So you can take that idea to the next level. And I want you to really think about what are those ideas you've been contemplating? What are those ideas you've been working on that you've been thinking about growing? And the question you ask yourself, am I making time for them? Or am I just letting them sit around in my head and go to waste? Misty, now, when you think about your ideas, what do you do with them? I was just doing a talk on Saturday and it was funny because I held up my iPhone and it's not the newest one. I think it's a I think it's an eight, honestly. Um, but I said, you know what? Um, clearly, even Apple is improving on their ideas all the time. Because this is an eight. It started with a one. And there are things that are on like 13 or something by now. And there's no, there's no stopping them. Every time they could improve it, they're going to improve it. And they're going to put a number behind it. And they're going to re-release it. 
I think sometimes with the ideas, I know when I do coaching and, and Kimberly can attest to this, people are waiting for the 15 and they're not launching the one. Yes. You're, they're holding on to it. So for our ideas, what we love to do is we like to put deadlines. Sometimes we don't make the deadlines. That deadline comes and we're like, dang it, but we're closer. And then yeah. we reset the next deadline and we say, what do we need to do that we didn't do to hit this one? And then we don't beat ourselves up. We then readjust it and move forward with it. So to me, the idea is just the beginning. It's taking that idea and having the confidence in it to just put little baby steps, little work at a time so that it can start to fruition and beta test it. That's yeah. one of our favorite things we coach about is just release it, get some feedback on it, and then come back to your workshop and then improve it and make it better. How many times have you been inspired by a book, by a song, by a speech, or by my technical geeks out there, by an app? So these are the things that you never know what someone else out there needs. Yes. You never know what someone else out there needs and how your idea could help them. And so what we always like to tell ourselves is sometimes it's selfish of us not to work on this idea. If this idea is going to improve the lives of others or at least help just one person, then does that make it all worth it? Mm -hmm. Put that extra work in there. And there is nothing. For us, our ideas are based more on uh, books and programs. But when we think about an idea and we bring it into fruition and we see someone else with our workbook or someone tells us, oh my gosh, thank you. Or we hear someone quote the podcast. It's some of our favorite things when someone's like, oh, I really listened to that podcast. We're like, man, it's because we took the time. Yeah. They aren't perfect. You've listened to one of the last 31 episodes, but each episode we get better. Each episode we get better because we put the idea into fruition. And sometimes we even get faster because now we have a system for how we're doing it. So if you're on step one, like me last week, I hadn't worked out for three weeks and I'm sitting there at step one and I'm around these amazing athletes the idea was I was going to walk a few miles. And by the end of it, I ended up running a little bit. I say jogging a little bit, but someone came up to me, one of our, our coaches, and they were teaching me how to breathe a little better when I ran and get a little rhythm into it. It was day one for me, day probably year for them. But because they took the time, gave me a little technique, I'm better at it. It was more likely to do it. So don't keep those ideas trapped in your head or your notebook. Yeah. Start at day one. It's going to be uncomfortable sometimes, or you're going to be like, oh, I wish it was further along. It's okay. Yes. Just start to bring it to fruition, baby steps at a time. We got some courses coming out about that. We hope to see you in them. We're really excited. It literally is, is I got this amazing baby idea stuck inside of me and I want to get it out to the world. Where do I start? Everything is overwhelming. Where do I start? Yes. You know, Misty, one thing, you, a couple things you said, I just had to highlight them. Done is better than perfect. Done is better than perfect. You know, I've listened to a lot of personal development experts, gurus, and that's one of the things I hear consistently. You'll never get out into the world unless you make some moves, which is why the show is Lights, Caption, Action. Move, folks, move. Don't keep it inside. But when you think about moving, uh, one of the things I've realized over the years that keep people from moving is fear. And let me say this, fear is real. Fear is present. But here's the thing, you don't give fear control. 
you're driving in your car down that road. Listen, you don't give fear the handle on the steering wheel. You can tell fear, sit in the back seat. It's okay. You can stay in here, but you don't have control in my life. You have to decide that you're going to control that vehicle. Now, on top of that, one of the things that I love is that when you recognize that it's okay to take action, there is action, even if it's small action, baby steps, that makes a difference. Next week on my Made to be Fit, next month, excuse me, on Made to be Fit, I'm going to be putting out five-minute workouts for people who aren't doing anything. Five minutes is huge. But when it comes down to ideas, I want you to remember this. Nike was a company. Nike came out, introduced their product to the world. Adidas is a company. Same product, same shoe. Saucony, it's a shoe. There are so many brands out here in the marketplace. People are afraid that, oh, it's already something like they're on the market. Sure there is, but there's something out there. People are looking for what you have. They want the difference in what you bring, whether it's a product or a service or a course. They want that little unique part that you breathe. And here's the cool thing. People resonate better with you versus someone else. So don't be afraid because it already exists in the market. Maybe your product is an enhancement to what's in the market. So remember, done is better than perfect. And don't let competition start stop you from moving forward. So today we've talked about capturing those ideas. Lights, the idea, caption, how to capture it. And then the last part, action. Move, my friends, move. As Misty said, we are so excited for all the things that are coming out. But this course is going to transform your ideas and really take them to the next level. But before we get to the course, we want you to know that we have a free resource for you that we believe you're going to love. It's going to help you do exactly what we talked about in today's show. Action, lights, excuse me, lights, caption, action. It's five steps inside of our new resource guide that's going to help you do just that. Be sure to take a look at our show notes, download it. You want to receive it. And if you haven't already, join our email list. We have a lot of great content that's coming out on a weekly basis, highlights of the show, but highlights of things that we're doing, whether resources from the book and also courses and workshops that we have available to you. We know that your ideas matter. In fact, we know that there is something out there waiting for the world, but something out there waiting for you. Now go get it. Thank you for listening to the Made to Inspire podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and have picked up some tips, tools, and tactics that will help you move into action. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are made the number two, the letter N, Inspire You. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're out there. But best of all, we ask that you leave us a review. Let us know what you thought. Let us know how you're going to use the information that we're sharing week after week to help you take your inspiration into action. We appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode.